0: Look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More than money with the Popowitch Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back to 770CHQR and more than money and. Before the break, we were talking about taxes, and we were talking about how long-term care facilities are are having a bit of a review by individuals, and that's all leading up to a couple of things that are that are a biggest trend, I think, here in North America, and that is the people over the age of fifty uh, are getting divorced at a fastest pace, probably since nineteen ninety, and this is a uh, this is some recent information coming out to the public saying this is what's happening, and and when you go through what we call a great divorce, we uh, we need to understand what are the issues, concerns. And we have Sharon Numero. She's a certified divorce financial analyst with Alberta Divorce Finances. Sharon, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. So
0: the trend is up. I've seen that in my practice. More and more people as a certified divorce financial analyst are coming to me uh, when they're over the age of 50 after 20, 30 years of marriage. Um, I'm assuming you're seeing it in your practice as well. So tell me a bit about what's what's been the change or trend that you've seen anecdotally in your practice.
1: Yeah, uh, I would agree with you. We've seen uh, so many people, uh, never mind, uh, you know, 25 years of marriage, but we, we're seeing so many people lately married 40 years, 42, 45 years. And so, you know, for somebody... Uh, not in that position to relate. If you can imagine, you've spent your whole life pretty much with somebody planning for retirement, planning to have enough money when you can't care for yourself, and then somebody decides uh, we're divorcing. And realistically, I, I would say not even the financial side, but the emotional, the logistical, and all of those other issues are the hugest challenge for uh for that sector of people divorcing.
0: Now Sharon, I've always said when there is a divorce that happens the both parties have a financial hit to them. It's not gonna be the same as it used to be. But a recent UBS Global Wealth Management report came out saying a majority of married women, 56% of them, still leave major investing and financial uh, decisions to their spouse. This is going to be, it's not new, it's been there for a long time. And so when uh, the impact, I believe, is more to the women when they don't understand the situation. And so Let's start off with what steps can you actually take to understand what's going on in your family's financial life?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's a really, really good point because as big as an impact it, as that has for younger women who are uninvolved, for older women, I mean, imagine, you know, you're well into your 60s. You've never banked online. You've never, you, you probably don't even know what your portfolios are, combined, are comprised of. And all of a sudden, you're on your own. You have to manage your money, et cetera. So when I work with uh, clients, uh, I tell them, you know, we got to start at the beginning. You know, some of them don't even have bank cards. So realistically, it's, it's almost like let's take baby steps to get you there. Because otherwise, if they try and look ahead, it's so overwhelming. Most of them describe it as trauma that they really have to get through. And it's very, very difficult.
0: And it's like building a financial foundation for wherever you start. Some of them are well more advanced and understand their finances, and some are, like you said, back to the basics. So that that foundation. What are some of the key things that, on average, that in your experience, that that family that, that financial foundation needs to be understood? What are the key things that you see um, that they need to they need to kind of grasp and hold on to?
1: Yeah. So I mean, the the first thing that people need to look at is, you know, are each of them going to be okay financially moving forward, right? I mean, if every retiring couple, you know, had wealth, it's a lot less of a concern. But especially for those couples where, you know, the challenge is going to be will they have enough money? So realistically, the first step, uh, and it's much easier if a couple can be amicable, but the first step is let's try and compile what you need to live on every month. And then let's take a look at what you have. Let's work with your financial advisor to see what your 50% of the portfolio is going to provide. And then and only then can we determine what life is going to look like. Because the most common question I get from older women is, you know, can I buy a condo? Where am I going to live? And Really, they're just very, very scared. So you, you have to break it down into little pieces. But the first step is, what's life going to look like? So I try and work closely with uh, the financial advisors. And for a lot of the clients, they've never done a budget. They don't yeah. even, especially, especially as you were saying, women, they don't even know what they spend. So it's a, it's an overwhelming task that we really try and assist them yeah. with, um, in really small steps assuming that they're in an emotional place where they're ready to go through that exercise.
0: And I find that one of the biggest challenges for, for individuals is that to, to figure out where you are today in order to understand where you can go tomorrow. I think that's very difficult for many, especially if they don't know uh, their, their spending habits or what's really going out on the bank accounts, what's, what's sticking in there and so forth. And I think when you go through a, we call it a budget, but uh, there's two types of budgets. One's an, a forecast. M- maybe I'll spend this amount. And then the other one is actually going back and looking at what's, what was really spent and what were you living off of. And those t- sometimes I feel that being a biggest obstacle, a biggest challenge for people is um, they forecast a lot lower when they're looking at their lifestyle, but when they go back on their bank records, credit card statements, lines of credit statements, um, they're spending a lot more. Do you find the same thing?
1: 100%. I mean... It- you, you would see the same thing that we do. And, and family lawyers say the same thing, which is great to see your budget. Now let's add 15% because everyone I, I underestimates what they spend. So absolutely, we tell clients, get six months. of. Nowadays, most people uh, are using their bank cards and their credit cards. So get six months of each of your statements. And let's go through and categorize everything and then, Let's look at uh, how much you actually spend people are are shocked most often
0: yeah, and I, I think this is this is a lesson or a learning outcome for everybody if you're which regardless of gender or age, if you are not involved on the day to day spending of you or, or monitoring the day to day spending within your family. Now is the time to understand that. Go back over the last six months and just get an understanding of it. You don't have to use it for anything if you're not going through a divorce or you're not doing planning and so forth. But it's a good, it's a good pulse check. It's no different than checking your blood pressure. You just need to know that things are okay. and You understand where, where everything lies. And so when we transition that to more of a, a divorce conversation, what are the special dangers inherent in, uh, in uh, gray divorce?
1: Um, I mean, some of the, the dangers, uh, people, you know, I guess the biggest obstacle is, you know, most people are about to stop working or have already stopped working in in great divorce. And so the biggest, I guess, danger is um, thinking that you're going to continue to carry on uh, uneducated about what you spend, what you have. And not really understand because, you know, some some people going through a great divorce find that they have to go back and work part-time. Some find that they can't stay in that uh, beautiful luxury condo that the two of them were living in. And so the assumption that, well, we think we're both going to be okay, um, is a pretty pretty dangerous place to go. As much as younger people need to do a review, it's even more important with older couples because... Realistically, they don't have any of those years, uh, like I did when I went through my separation, to regenerate uh, their assets. Yeah,
0: I think that's that's the key thing. And they're, one of the biggest fears is, do I have to go back to work? I think that's right. one that comes out. Do you do you find, and you, can, you don't have to give me an exact number, but what percent mm. of your clients going through great divorce do you feel should maybe go back and get some additional income or go back full-time work just to make sure things are okay?
1: Yeah, I I would say shockingly probably only 20 to 25% find that they're in a position where working a little bit longer, even though I was thinking of retiring or getting something part-time would really, really help make things easier. Now, Yeah, you also have to consider that if I'm 65 and I've never worked, I'm potentially not that marketable. So, but probably 20 to 25 percent find themselves in that position, and that you know could be just the clientele that I see, etc. But in my experience, uh, and you know, a good chunk of the rest of them, probably 50 percent, they don't have to but they have to uh, get a very good handle on, uh, on what they're spending and what they're going to have uh, to go forward with.
0: That's a very interesting way you put that, and I think anecdotally in my practice I see the same thing. I think 25% of the people who are going through great divorce they're going to be okay because they have enough wealth. Then you take another big chunk, 50% of the people will have to get a good handle on that financial foundation, understanding what goes in, what goes out, and their overall financial situation and their plan so they can make sure that their lifestyle doesn't retire when they do. And then there's yeah, about 25% exactly. of the people who who have to go and look for other ways of generating some revenue or income so they can live their lifestyle. And that's, that's a if you think about it, that could be a flip of a coin. You could be either okay or not. And I think that's where the analysis comes into play. Now, you're a certified divorce financial analyst. And, I, and again, I, I'm one too, and I keep on saying this, you need an analyst on board to help you with this it cannot be done just going through the legal process itself how important is a cdfa in a gray divorce
1: even even more important than for anybody else because the piece where you're trying to figure out what life is going to look like can I still go to Phoenix every winter? You know, can I still do some of the things I'd really like to do? Uh, I had a, a lady come in the other day and she said, well, my kids told me I have to get rid of the condo. <laughs> so my response is, as it always is, and what basis did they have for telling you that? Well, they just said, Mom, we don't think you can afford it. And, you know, we did we did a, a, a review and, you know, she she can absolutely stay in her condo. But you don't know that until... And, you know, the other piece that we have to keep in mind is uh, some people are very frugal with their money and some people are very careless with their money. Yeah. And you're not just going to change overnight, but in great divorce, sometimes that's the only way to move forward. Uh, and that's very, very difficult.
0: You know, Sharon, I want to thank you so much for joining us today with some great information and, and, and come again next time so we can add on to more of these types of topics.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Faisal.
0: You're listening to Sharon Numero, uh, and uh, cert- a certified divorce financial analyst with Alberta Divorced Finances. And and we also are doing a seminar about retirement and protecting your retirement on on topics like this. So you want to join us on Tuesday, May 29th, 7pm at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. and that's, uh, uh, You can also receive all of our past segments on morethanmoneyradio.com or get them delivered directly to you by searching for the More Than Money CHQR uh, on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. And that's it for another edition of More Than Money on 770 CHQ.